1: G'day, g'day guys, welcome to Behind the Scenes, I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Boland, and we are talking about all things entertainment today. How are you doing, Paul?
2: Uh, well, you know, same, same, you know, different day, same narcotics, as always. Good. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, as, lo- as long as you float in here and have fun.
2: You know, today, uh, I- today <laughs> your host will be on a combination of Percocet Flexerol and Xanaflex, so enjoy.
1: Okay, so, uh the ghost of Paul is going to be with us as his consciousness is clearly left. Of the- oh my God, what are you on? <laughs>
2: well, I only mentioned half of what I'm on, but go ahead.
1: Oh, good God. Oh, to the guys that came- were asking last week, we were talking about uh, how to get famous. There's a great article on lifehack.org and it's seven ways to get famous in one year. It's a great article. Uh, read it and apply it. It makes a very, very big difference. It helps a lot. So one of the things we uh, we were gonna talk about today is the nice guy syndrome. Are you familiar with that at all, Paul?
2: Uh, well I'm in in practice, I am a nice guy.
1: No, 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 don't say that. You don't want to say that.
2: I don't care, I am. I am. Well, I'm, you're how I'm about, a nice you're, guy. nice
1: you're a nice person. Nice right. guy is a different thing. And a guy. I that's cool, but you don't want right. that low you don't want that label.
2: Okay. So the so, label Has changed.
1: Oh, boy, has the label changed. So, nice guy has become a neckbeard-having, fedora-wearing incel, um, or... Okay,
2: incel meaning involuntary celibate?
1: Exactly. Incel, who's a woman hater, and ends up screaming at women for not sleeping with them, and the, the catch line is always... You go out with these guys that treat you bad. I bet if I treated you like shit, you'd go out with me. I'd like to remind everyone every time we swear, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and free MMA. Uh, So we're doing this for charity. Mm. So they end up treating them, uh, you know, this guy's going to treat you like shit. And I'm okay. such a nice How guy. A ni-
2: How is that being a nice guy? It's
1: it's not. They'll get on. They'll call you a slut and a bitch and a piece of shit for not going out with them, um, and not giving them a chance. Like there was one girl who uh, you can go on r slash. Um, just jump on r slash. He's got a great channel on YouTube. Um, I'm not uh, connected with him in any way. It's just a great place to see these. Check out r slash nice guys, or jump on Reddit and look at the nice guy threads. Um, the nice guys and the neckbeards are sort of interchangeable, but the nice guys are now starting to invade entertainment. They're going after the cosplayers, they're going after entertainment people, and I've just had a string of run-ins with them lately. Well, and I, it is uh, insane. I don't,
2: I don't think they, no, I don't, I don't want to give them the nice guy moniker
1: they stole it it's not that they got given to them they took it because they'll all i I agree you should get it back but the nice guys and the neckbeards have kind of stolen this nice guy thing because every time you talk to them they're like why won't you go out with me i'm such a nice guy like i i'm i'm with someone i've been with someone for years well why why won't you be with me i'm such a nice guy i'm like you just called me a slut you're not a nice guy you just sent me a picture of your crotch." You're not a nice guy. Stop saying you're a nice guy. Nice
2: guys don't send dick pics. No, that's <laughs> not that's not something that happens. And no, if you send a dick pic, you're kind of a dick. You know? Yeah, that's right.
1: Just, but know, that's what's happening.
2: Like a picture of somebody else's dick.
1: <laughs> well, that Alexis does like
2: that a, now. A, a, a faux dickhead. You know, but eh.
1: <laughs> Alexis now she's she actually when the guys sent her penis pictures or say they're going to, her response <laughs> is if you send this to me, I am going to redistribute this. I hope you understand. And they still send it, and so when they send it, she sends a different one back to them that some other guy sent her.
2: Uh, you know what? Uh, there are dick pics of plenty on the internet. I bet you they ain't actually sending theirs. Oh their,
1: yeah. Oh no, some of these are pretty. Mm. um but yeah so alexis like, like has
2: natural piece. ones the one that looked like a polaroid from 1974
1: You've got to you got
2: few of those yeah yeah no. No, i've got a few of those believe me alexis is good.
1: Alexis. alexis has kind of started the take a penis leave a penis project where if they send her a penis <laughs> she sends them one back um so <laughs> i think she's take got a penis.
2: Right. Leave a penis. Yeah. Okay. Somebody, she needs to, like, lock down that URL. I mean, really. <laughs> Take uh, a penis, uh, okay.
1: leave
2: Lex, a penis. Lex, Lex, so I salute you at this point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's, there's a reason that she's brilliant. All right? Okay? <laughs>
1: that is, yeah, one of many, but that one was uh, her Take a Penis, Leave a Penis project. And I think it's brilliant. The problem is... Um, Unfortunately, it doesn't always work that way. Like I've had, I tell them I'm with someone, their response is, I'm better than him. I'm like, well, you don't know him. That's not true. Uh, or I will beat him up. Like, cool. Try. Mine. Um, tend to be,
0: aren't you,
2: you know, aren't you curious or aren't you the least bit curious? And my response, if I respond at all, has tended to be <laughs> No. And uh, thank you for helping me make that decision by sending me this picture.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's terrible! But I I get it. It's kind of why? Why is there a flood of penises?
2: You know, you 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 play uh, you play one role in a porno. Gets like the trailer gets like a couple million hits on YouTube. This is what happens to you. Okay. I had set up one email address for, for my Peter O'Toole thing. And it's just got inundated with uh wiener pics. And, I then, and I a, mm.
1: that's see, I don't get it. Like I, I've had guys, I had some guy, he was 350 pounds, maybe five foot two offered to sleep with me. If I put him in a film, I thought he was making a joke. He got offended when I laughed. Mm. Um,
2: You got to think that that's Was that the first time you ever made that kind of an offer? Because I'm pretty sure that there was similar, a similar response happening.
1: I have no doubt, but I'm saying I'm like, you're kidding. Like it's that moment. I'm like, you're you're kidding. And I've had comments like that from people that were a joke. And I found it really funny. Like I had one guy come up to you. He's like, Hey, if you want to give me a role in your picture, I'll sleep with you. Or better yet, if you give me a role in your picture, I promise not to. Okay. I've,
2: I've, no, I'd I remember I tried it. I tried a, uh, uh, I think in India, there their Kickstarter campaign, campaign for this, uh, oh, uh, this project I was working on called Skin Factory, and uh, it was basically a uh, Reno nine one one version of a porn set, but it wasn't actually porn, porn. And I said, you know, if you donate like ten dollars, I'll put your name in the credits. If you donate eleven dollars, I won't put your name in the credits. You know, I
1: like that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: didn't get squat out of that but you know really
1: know. see i find that funny i like funny but that's it i like funny and i did actually give him a role um i just <laughs> i did actually give this one a role he promised not to sleep with me um so it's it's kind of the if you can i, I get when people are joking uh-huh. or i had or i've had guys at like conventions who've come up and they're like hey can i get a picture with you cool can will you give me a kiss absolutely not Okay, um, can I give you a kiss? Absolutely not. And they'll just stand there, like trying to figure out what to say next. Like <laughs> just, just, I think just go away. It. Yeah, think, it's, yeah, it's the, or you get the why won't you go out with me because I'm not interested in you. Why aren't you interested in me? I don't know you. Well, if maybe you should get to know me. Why would I get to know you? Because Damn. then we can be together. I'm involved okay, well, I'm better than him. You don't even know him.
2: You know, part of me me kind of respects the tenacity, but I mean, you know. It always ends up
1: with them calling you a bitch, a slut, and hoping you die, and fuck you, and nobody ever gives me a chance, and if you gave me a chance, you'd realize that I'm such a nice guy. Yeah, this is (laughs) not. That is how you lost that Monica Paul.
2: (laughs) A nice guy thing. Fuck you people. (laughs) I'm taking it back. (laughs) <laughs> I, don't, I am a nice guy. It's who I am. I never freaking do that. If a girl says no, I respect the no. Moving on.
1: I but you're it. an actual nice guy. You just right. The problem is you can't say that anymore, Paul, or you get lumped in with the neck beards.
2: Oh, um, fuck um, these guys. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? Neckbeards are just goddamn uncomfortable. I don't
1: know. <laughs> well, so the neckbeard thing came in because it's like these guys that don't bathe. And don't shave and don't use deodorant and don't know why they can't have a girlfriend.
2: Okay, hipsters. Yeah, I get it. All right.
1: That's the neckbeard thing that wear the fedoras. But it's it's kind of a a shocking thing when they're like, Well, why won't you give me a chance? I'm like and and it's the entitlement. Like they're entitled to a relationship and you're taking something away. Or they're entitled to sex. And they've now taken this nice They're really not. I know, You're but really nice not girls are any not of. any better. The nice girls are the ones that are like, oh, all oh, girls like makeup. I like anime. No, dude, lots of people like anime because it's awesome. No, you know, normal yeah, girls not a, do this, not a big go fan, to parties. you know what I'm going to do. But it's still an art form. It's cool. Right. Um, you know, normal girls go to parties and like to wear makeup. I eat pizza. Are you fucking retarded? Everyone likes pizza. Right. Like, it doesn't make you special. Like, why There's won't he be n- with me? He's only with these girls that are thin and attractive and nice. You know, I'm right. different. I'm quirky. I'm a nice girl. I'm like, well, when's the last time you took a shower? So <laughs> it's. It's yeah, really
2: shocked. what us guys will actually put up with. So, <laughs> okay. You know,
1: Loba, Loba. Well, you know, yeah. if she can't get anyone, and that's usually the problem. Is no one wants this girl? It's because she's she's sitting there and she's like, oh, you know, I'm the kind of girl that, uh, you know, the the Marilyn Monroe posts. If you don't want, if you can't put up with me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Like, well, I don't fucking know you. Why should I have to put up with you at your worst?
2: <sighs> like, I, Ooh, I don't know that- you. I don't know where these people are hanging out. Reddit. Oh, <laughs> so are Reddit that they're actually girls.
1: Uh, they're actually girls. You can find <laughs> it on their Twitters, on their Facebooks. You can find it across the board. Look up r slash nice girls. It's not any better. It it's always some be- bagging it- on like cheerleaders and girls that wear makeup and girls that right, like bows it- and you know, it- my it- tribe. Foofy girls. It wouldn't be it wouldn't humans. be the
2: first time that a male has impersonated a female on the internet.
1: I, I get that. This is no, this is a whole bunch. And you can see by the memes, and they'll put up photos of themselves and it's always the, like gothicky emo girls. And I have no problem with that. I got a lot of gothicky friends. Um, but my gothic friends, you know, I, I joke I, I call myself it poodle It takes people. a
2: lot to get to keep that image going. You it know? really that, does. Yeah.
1: Like so, you can make fun of like people like me, the poodle people, the people who yep. like the eyelashes you know, and the, the makeup and the hair eye and thing the
2: bow. Properly, that thing is gonna—you know—you're gonna get that shit in your eye, and you know it's gonna swell up like somebody punched you.
1: Well, I had a friend Desiree. She was really into the golf thing when we were in high school. Uh-huh. So I'd get ready. I did cheer. So I'm putting on a cheer uniform. You know, my uniform, my hair's in a bow, and I got my makeup on. I'm ready to go to school. I'm still waiting two hours for Desi to finish. She was gorgeous, yeah, to, but she's I a goth. I kind of had
2: the same issue with a dude named Eddie that I went to college with, who it took forever to put on his makeup. Again, like, goth takes time.
1: Emo takes time, goth takes time, and the reality is, you know, mm. these girls that are sitting there going, I'm quirky, I'm a feminist, you are bagging on other chicks. You are not a feminist. A feminist would turn around and go, you like micro minis? Cool. You like heels? Cool. You like a bow? Cool. You do you. But to turn around and go, I'm quirky. I'm a feminist. I'm not like other girls. Which is always that I'm not like other girls.
2: <laughs> R slash I'm on not like other girls.
1: That, oh, my God.
2: Is, yeah. I mean, I mean, I just kind of dip my toe in it because I play fantasy football in a, a Reddit league. Uh,
1: oh, God. Yeah, all the who said girls can't watch years. football.
2: I've been there 3 years. I haven't touched I haven't I haven't really touched the Reddit part of it. It just happens to be uh, tied into the Detroit Lions podcast. Check, check
1: check it out um and you'll find a whole bunch of girls going who said girls can't like football? Nobody. Nobody said girls can't like football. No. That's stupid. Of course girls They're- like football. There are plenty
2: of girls at the place that I watch Watch football out here I know, know? but you'll
1: find the girls going I'm not like other girls, I like football That's fantastic Um, We're going to go to break and when we come back I'm going to continue my tantrum (laughs) I'm Summer Helene, we are on with my co-host Paul Michael Ball and we are talking about Nice guy (laughs) guy. An actual nice guy, not a neck beard We'll be right back after this (laughs)
0: You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes.
1: G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and I just sent Paul down the rabbit Holy hole. Of crazy- Jesus.
2: Fucking well, <laughs> man. The hell right? are these assholes?
1: <laughs> they are the nice guys that are now trying to They get say them.
2: they want someone who will respect them, but they cling to the douchebags.
1: Yep. Okay.
2: I've seen that happen quite a bit, but still.
1: You don't want to put yourself oh, in that category, Paul. <laughs> don't don't even use the not. word nice guy anymore. Um what I do want to. What am question. I supposed to say now? <laughs> I'm a good person. <laughs> Anything oh, but mean, nice guy, I'm a nice man. Go with that. Um, oh, that I one? G-
2: okay, fair enough.
1: I want to give a quick shout-out to Adrian Alcantar Hair Studios. Thank you for always making me red carpet ready. Off-road rentals, thank you for giving us giveaways. Paul will ask a question when we get done with this, um, and you can win a free ATV ride. Bikram Yoga, the new Palm mm-hmm. Springs Diet, Get Skinny, Graduate Tempe Hotel, Four Paws Coffee Company, UFC Gyms and Castlewood Cottages and Big Bear. They're actually really cool. Um, Really, really cool places. Now, guys, we're doing a giveaway, two tickets to Magic Mondays at the Santa Monica Playhouse in Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. You get to see a rotating cast of um, master magicians from America's Got Talent, Penn and Tellers, Foolers, Masters of Illusion, Wizard Wars, and the Magic Castle. It's really, really cool, guys. You have to check that out. So we'll do our giveaways of the tickets and the off-road rentals in just a sec. Let's just jump right back into the Reddit hole. Ah, so wow. So there are whole.
2: Christ.
1: So these nice guys also consistently come up with the Fuck R that
2: these guys are assholes.
1: <laughs> of course they're assholes, Paul. That's why I was telling you: don't call yourself a nice guy. You're not putting yourself in good company anymore.
2: Oh, these guys are jackasses.
1: <laughs> I think jockhouse is a very nice way of putting it, Paul.
2: Okay, I'm um, a nice guy. Why can't I meet a nice girl and fall in love? Okay, well, for, for one, uh, we've been lied to by both porn and romantic comedies. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Go to church, for crying out loud. <laughs> uh, there are plenty of nice girls in the pews, all right? It's kind of like how it goes.
1: Well, we have been lied to by porn and romantic comedies, but Hollywood's been lying to us for years. I mean, you know, I'm helping
2: yeah, lead the
1: march. That. That's our job.
2: We know that. I mean, you know, can you know one guy can't beat up an entire bunch of guys in a you know room and or or uh, I, I don't know how many relationships started by a slow motion run through an airport,
1: but you know.
2: That is a great
1: way to get tackled by security. Run through the airport! What happened? I don't know. I was tackled. Now I'm in jail. The NSA's got me. I was trying to meet my girlfriend. Lay on the ground, mofo.
2: Well, you can't even get through there without buying a ticket. So, you know, and I know that has been like the couple of romantic comedies where they actually spend money to buy a ticket. So, you know.
1: Again, still they're not going to let you run.
2: Yeah, either way, stop it. No. Okay, so they, so the basically... Best, the best
1: one I ever heard, though, was not another teen movie. Chris Evans' character met the girl at the airport. Her name was like Jamie Biggs or something. Yeah. Jamie Briggs, and it's based on... Uh, she's never been kissed character. And they go in, and he's like, Well, you know, no, you know what? Go to Paris. You shouldn't give up this big opportunity to be with me. We're going to go to separate colleges. I'm going to end up cheating on you. You're going to find some other girl's underwear in my room and call me a slut. We're young, we're going to break up anyway. You shouldn't give up this opportunity over a guy. So he chased her down to tell her that. And she's like, I love you too. I'm staying.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, what yeah. are you going to do? Let's it's the Women spend so much time getting dressed and doing makeup, but yes, fall for somebody whose effort is equivalent to her putting her hair in a ponytail. So they can also, they will accept a guy who doesn't even offer to buy her a drink.
1: Because somehow the monetary value of a drink is what a girl is worth.
2: Okay. Now, I, I, I will say this. Now, I, I do have, have uh, you know, I, I would say this is not uh, probably the best thing, but, you know, I kind of want to be funny all the time. time And uh, that can be a problem because I've had a few women over the years uh, send me the, uh, a female version of a dick pic, which is a snapshot. Yep. And, uh, it is when I do get them and, and, uh, I've only gotten a couple, a couple because, you know, women are a hell of a lot smarter than us in this, in this season, but
1: no, really. we wouldn't be chasing down naked celebrities. Just saying. Right.
2: But it is, it is everything in my power. When I get a snapshot to re- to not respond. Hey, if you're still at Arby's, could you pick me up a number two special with a diet Coke and some sauce on the side?
1: Oh my God.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did that once.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So you made a roast beef curtains joke.
2: Well, yeah, basically. (laughs) But uh, You know, it's like, okay. She must have been pissed. Luckily, she knew me well enough to know that that's that's how it was. But I've gotten like maybe two or three others. But I'm just, yeah, I I knew that that wouldn't quite fly with them. But, oh, my God, it was so tough for me not to do it. But, you know, that's... (laughs)
1: that's awesome. The best one I ever heard was a friend of mine got a penis pick from a guy. And mm-hmm. her response was, I guess this makes me the early bird.
2: Mm. Uh, I don't do miniatures is also one is also a uh, good one. Let me know when you grow up. Uh,
1: I like that. I, I don't know. I get people like we put stuff out for auditions and I get guys sending me penis pictures Trying to talk me into giving them the job. Like, I promise you, if you send me a picture of that, you're not getting the job.
2: Now, there are a couple of times where that is, because I have worked in porn. So, I'm not casting well, and, for
1: porn, Paul. <laughs> I know.
2: I know. And now, the only I'm one not
1: even, ca- hang on, here's the problem. I'm not even casting. I don't work where... in casting. There is absolutely no reason to send me your penis. Um, I have a girlfriend of mine in casting. You're
2: first, guys. Yeah, <laughs> Don't do
1: that. I have a girlfriend of mine in casting. If you send her a picture of your penis, I promise you're not getting the job. I have a guy friend of mine in casting. I, he gets vagina shots all the time, and his response is always the same. Don't call us. We'll call you. <laughs> Just that's it. Or,
2: dear Lord, you should have that looked at by a doctor. <laughs> uh.
1: That will be a better response. And I know they listen to this show. So, guys, take that advice. Like you should have that.
2: Yeah, like uh, and I know the Arby's one. I that isn't my joke. That's somewhat That's something I heard like years ago. But uh, that's fantastic. That uh, yeah. So that one's out there too. So you if
1: you don't it. want them to ever
2: send you one of those again, well, there you go.
1: You just say you know, girl sends you a picture of the vagina. You just say, hey, while well, you're still at Arby's. If you wouldn't mind picking, picking me up a there, number, uh,
2: a number pick, two with extra sauce a and a two. diet coke. Yeah, so. Yeah, we're probably gonna get some letters today.
1: But. A, a lot, a lot. Anyway, guys, if you want to see what's going on, you can check out R Slash. Um, there's a great guy on YouTube called R Slash. I think we reached out to get him on the show. He's really, really cool. Um, but you can check out Reddit, and you know, it, they may have stolen the nice guy moniker, but it doesn't mean you can't be a good man.
2: Uh, so, well, yeah, it's not gonna change how I am. This is who this, it, you know, this is who who I am. So I and for the
1: guys that think it is appropriate to send a picture of your jiggly bits to anyone, stop doing it. You know, we get it after the show. I get it. You know, hey, can I have a roll? Hey, I'll do it. No, no one wants to see that, man. This is the age of social media. It's 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 not going to work for you. And if you send it, chances are Alexis is going to keep it and redistribute it. <laughs> <laughs> it's her, it's her take a penis, leave a penis program.
2: Yes. Uh, that, that, that would be okay. Uh, it's perfect.
1: <laughs> um, but that's not how to get ahead in Hollywood. The, you know, the, the end of Kim Kardashian has come. No one wants to see that anymore. I mean, now we're back to people losing jobs because of uh, genital shots, not getting them. Once upon a time, it got you work. Not anymore. So be really careful of that and be really careful of the pictures you have on your phone and if you actually think you're a nice guy, stop being mean to the cosplayers. They're entertainers that are doing something good. And they're fun. They're cool people.
2: Okay, what, what's the issue with the, with the, with the cosplayers now?
1: What so are they the neckbeard the, the neck crowd and the, the nice guy crowd will go after the cosplayers at the cons. and When, when the you say
2: wait, go after what they sexually assault
1: them send them penis (sighs) pictures yell at them for not going on dates with them like guys like the i love you why won't you go out with me look up r slash nice guys and then cosplayers with it still
2: not nice guys not (laughs) nice none of these are these are assholes
1: yes okay but the incel crowd has like infiltrated and taken the nice guy turn I, I still don't know the difference. Here's your question: Tell me the difference between incels, neckbeards, and nice guys, because I just don't know.
2: You don't know, no, and and there's part of me that doesn't care.
1: <laughs> Paul, we still have to know this stuff. We're entertain. We work in entertainment, and these people. Hey, are take a to shower,
2: take out- run a brush through your hair. <laughs> I don't know what you can do about your personality, but you know there there are girls out there, you know. I believe it's I believe there's like somebody out there for everyone yes I watched too many romantic comedies I get it guilty but you know that if you you're not gonna get a girl with hate you know no
1: but I think what guys miss is if you're nice to chicks they're nice back I shouldn't call them chicks if you're nice to women they're nice <laughs> like that was really sexist to me but if you're nice they're nice back like, I have always liked guys better on personality. You know, I've dated I dated uh, Chippendale models, uh, Chippendale strippers, models. I've dated everyone, and the ones that are dumb as a post lasted one date.
2: Just now, like. I admit I've got no short game. You know, I I'm not going to pick up a girl at a bar, but I have the I'm more of the long con. You know, but then again, I'm I'm one of those weirdos who's like, I think this was said about women. Uh I like my one night stands to last nine and a half weeks.
1: I like that. If yep. you get
2: that reference, yeah, you know, I, no, I really want to take the time to truly find and know why I'm going to hate this person.
1: I think that's so, perfect. Oh, we got to get to break, Well guys. When we come back, we are on with a very, very special guest. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host Paul Michael Boland, and we'll be right back mm-hmm. after this. <laughs>
3: Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan termino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off-limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel.
1: G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate, one of my favorite people in the world, and really good man, because we don't yeah. want to say nice guy anymore.
2: Well, I'm under the nice girls, the girls, nice girls, oh Reddit. My god.
1: Oh my god, who I hurt
2: you? I know, I know. Holy
1: Paul, i sent paul Can down I show these
2: women reddit. a way to love that their father never could <laughs> jesus christ
1: i'm just saying paul, i should not have sent you down this rabbit hole um uh, we uh, have on a very very special guest today, to
2: close because okay, i think enough. we've All now right. lost no, paul
1: to right. reddit no,
2: no, no i'm back i'm back <laughs> you're
1: I'm back, back. <laughs> check out choosing beggars when you get a chance one of the things that i always find funny is in entertainment you'll trade Um, you'll trade, you know, publicity or you'll trade social media mentions, you'll trade and people outside of the industry don't understand why you won't just give it to them for free. Well, you didn't charge this person. Yeah, but I traded them this or I did this. or we're getting a mention in this film or we're doing this or they're wearing this on the carpet. We'll just give it to me for free. It's not the same thing. Check out choosing beggars. Um, Guys, I'd like to welcome Albie to the show. He's an actor, a magician, a lifetime member of the world-famous Magic Castle in Hollywood. He created the theatrical smash hit Smoke and Mirrors. The LA Times called it a superb theatrical magical show. He currently headlines and hosts the hit summer series Magic Monday. That's great for me to say with a lisp. I just want to tell everyone that. And the holiday version Magic Mania. He's an actor. He performs regularly on TV, stage, and film. You can see him this this September. I'm getting really mad at these S's. Um, You can see him this September on CBS, on the CBS show. Someone hates me. All rise, and on the new Ryan Murphy Netflix show, The Politician with Gwyneth Paltrow. I like that last section best. No S's. Albie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, So I used
4: to have a really bad lisp myself. Um, uh, I, 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 in fact, and in my show, Smoke and Mirrors, why I, I basically was about me, why I became a magician and stuff. Um, I, I played myself as a young kid with, with my lisp, And then, uh, halfway through my run, I got my, the space in the middle of my teeth fixed and I couldn't make that lisp anymore. And <laughs> so I kind of blew my show. Um, but I literally list, but I can't tell you have a list, but uh, at all. But it was like the bane of my existence for most of my childhood.
1: Yeah, I think you're cutting in and out a bit. Is that just me? Yeah,
4: uh, um, yeah. Somebody's I, breathing I, into I, the I, microphone uh,
1: too. I think so, it might be you, Summer. Okay, am I, 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 I breathing? I think I just messed this up. Okay. Okay. Well, and that's—I'm glad okay. you can't tell. I have a lisp. I went to—I th- went to speech therapy a lot when I was little. So did I. Also, I want to know what bastard <laughs> came up with the word lisp? What an awful thing to tell someone with a speech impediment <laughs> to call it. Um, it just, it sounds, so, I'd like to, as I call that person a bastard, I'd like to remind everyone, every time we use bad language, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, we give money to the Humane Society of America and Free MMA. We started yeah, doing this, so, yeah, we, we, <laughs> we started doing this after we had Sean Patrick Flannery on from uh, Boondex Saints and and um, uh, Gotham. Oh. He ended up using the F yeah. word like 72 times in, in 20 minutes. So how much money no did, idea did he how have that to happened. give? lot of money. Well, that's why we started it. It's just how he spoke. So we figured we'd do something good with it. And that's what came. Okay,
4: out. I'm going to be super careful. Yeah, put me on a five second delay. not mm. <laughs> do
1: that, yeah. Um, it was, I was like, um, you No, know, you know what's funny? I, I,
4: I, By the way, I had a lisp, and my name was Albie Selznick. And then my friend's um, name uh, couldn't say ours, and his, his name was Randy Rudy. And he said oh, Randy God. Woody. So. <laughs> it's funny, anyways. Uh, the two of you so always sounded you?
1: like the little rascals.
4: Yeah, or something from Looney Tunes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Woody the Wabbit.
2: Woody uh, the Wabbit. You know, that's that. really cute. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, yeah. How about this for our giveaways? What movie did that come from?
1: Okay. Yeah. I like that. Guys, you can win oh, Roger two rabbit. tickets.
2: No. Woody you the Wabbit.
1: Can... I like that. You can uh, win two tickets Woody's to Magic rabbit. Monday at the Santa Monica Playhouse. And you can, or you can win uh, two ATV rides at Offroad Rentals in Palm Springs, California, or a float at True Rest, Sedona, or Las Vegas. So, write in, tell us what that is, tell us what you want. We give away free stuff, because Paul picks good questions, and mine are terrible. So, Albie, how did you get into Magic?
4: Oh, so, uh, yeah, I was a little... When I was, like, nine, my dad died, and I, I think my mom was sort of trying to find me hobbies. And um, I gravity, We tried stamp collecting and coin collecting and all that, but I think also being Jewish for some reason most magicians tend to be Jewish for some weird reason. Um, I think because we're all like you know sort of insecure nerdy kids, um, and it's something you could do you know when you're alone and you got to practice on it and you know practice and practice, practice and practice and then show people when you when you're ready. Um, and anyways, when my dad had died, it was kind of a, uh, something for me to to get involved in, that also made me feel, I think, like maybe there was more to life out there, you know, than just sort of this sad reality of, of my mom just playing Simon and Garfunkel over and over again, you know, in our house, which was just this very, very sad time. And I think the idea of getting into magic as a kid, you sort of think, oh, you know, there's 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 a possibility, maybe, maybe my dad could come back, you know? if I get into magic and, and that, so it became a profession and then <laughs> I did birthday parties and then eventually, you know, I hit the big time with, with bar mitzvahs. And then, um, uh, you know, I started do, joining the, the magic castle when I was a, a junior member, uh, under 21. And then, um, I formed this juggling and magic act called the mums, uh, in the eighties and nineties. And we, I, uh, we did these plays uh, by day, and then at night we'd open for Duran Duran and and Devo and Frankie Goes to Hollywood and Berlin and, and all these cool bands. And we did like Andy Warhol's party, so birthday party, So he put us in his a two page interview magazine, and we were on the cover of the LA Weekly called the best performance troupe in LA. Blah blah blah. And then I got into into acting, and I sort of put magic aside, and then about 10 years ago, I, I, I've always had this idea of writing a show about what it would be like, why I got into magic, and why, like I said, other kids got into magic. And it became like a really it, sort of important show around L.A., and, and I did it in New York, too, because people really identified with it. And so I sort of got back into magic again uh, about 10 years ago. And, uh, and while I was going to take my show, Smoky Mirrors, to New York, Um, and I was practicing here at this theater, uh, in LA called The Odyssey. I, um, I started doing this one night thing on Mondays called Magic Monday where I just invite my friends over and I would host it and they would, they were much better magicians than me at the time and, and they would perform and I realized I really liked doing that better actually than, than my, my show. So I just put Smoke and Mirrors aside and I started doing Magic Monday. And it kind of became this thing where every Monday we would, uh, I would call up, you know, a bunch of people from the Magic Castle, and then it expanded into like all the magicians from penny Teller's Fool Us would call me, and a lot of the magicians from America's Got Talent would call me, and then we do this thing. And this is our our almost our fifth year. Uh, in our, uh, we actually started it in December um, uh, almost five years ago, and then we've been doing it only during the summers uh, since then, from April until the end of September. We have I think five more of these. Um, and then, uh, for the holidays, we do something called Magic Mania, which is on Saturday and Sunday. So it's the same idea where I host the show, I do a trick or two, and then I have three or four other magicians who are unbelievably amazing, uh, do the rest of the night. And it's, uh, we have a close-up magician, uh, outside in the courtyard before the show at seven, seven thirty, and then at eight o'clock is, is the big show that lasts about an hour and twenty minutes and, and that. So, um, and what's interesting is that as a magician, as in anything, you know, when the bar is risen, like when I have so many really amazing magicians, I've had to learn how to do much better stuff. So I'm just constantly learning and and looking for the, the best stuff. And then uh, I perform at the Magic Castle uh, uh, a few times a year. And the last time I performed, um, the booker there, who's been around for, you know, 50 years, said, I have no idea how you did that trick. And that was kind of, like, really cool for me. <laughs> that is <laughs> very Paul cool. Kem, Jack, Jack Goldfinger is the name, yeah. yeah. I hope now, let me, me for saying that,
1: But let me ask you. We've got people writing in. Paul and I really don't talk to magicians a lot. We talk to music people and film people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things we talk about on the show, you know, we, we talk about mm-hmm. fun stuff and we talk about things going around online and what's affecting the entertainment industry. Um, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions because they're coming in from Twitter. Mm-hmm. One of them is how do I get into magic? And the other that is being asked a lot is, has YouTube affected the magic industry? So can we start with the YouTube one, and then we'll talk about how to get into it?
4: Yeah, you, well, YouTube, in, in the good ways it's affected is is that these young kids can just put their stuff on YouTube now. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, people that do card flourishes. They're called um, cardist cardistry, it's called, where they like card cuts and card um, uh, flourishes and all kinds of sort of cuts, you know, what what is the word I'm looking for? Um, Ways of playing with decks of cards are just unbelievably beautiful. And for some reason, these young kids have really taken off on this. Um, And you can find cardistry, like for instance, on YouTube, and a lot of people go on there and they just watch these people do this stuff and they learn from watching. But also... When I was a kid growing up, the only way to really learn tricks is either to go to Hollywood Magic, which was the only magic store in L.A., or to get books and read at home or go to the library and read. But now you can pretty much just go to YouTube and, and see, uh, see stuff. And you can see, um, you know, what tricks you want to learn how to do and, in many cases, how to do them. And then, of course, that ends up being uh, a negative thing, from magicians, because if you see somebody do a trick that you, like, really are crazy about, you can probably go home and search YouTube and figure out how it works. Um, but uh, don't tell anybody else that. This is just me and These me talking. channels the right. out there that, like, ruin the trick.
2: You know? I mean, before yeah. we had the mass yeah, magician, but, so, I remember him doing stuff, explaining how things were Yeah,
4: done, the but... thing, about, thing about the masked magician was that he was actually not bad, because he would take tricks that... Like kind of sh- like the sawing at Half-Trick. He would show how, you know, in the olden days, you would cut someone in half because you would have uh, a- two two people. One was basically the legs in one box, and mm. the other was the the woman's head, and the rest of her body scrunched to the other box. So he would show yeah. that, and everybody would be like, oh, my God, but that's really not how you do it anymore. That's like an no, old-fashioned I- way. So...
2: I do remember he showed us how, uh-huh. uh, how David Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear, and I don't think that's really something that a lot of magicians uh, can do, because you know the I'm sure the permits showed are that? There.
4: He showed that on his show. Yeah. yeah. Really? How, yeah. how did he say it worked? I'm just curious. Uh, well, the whole stage moved.
2: Ooh, the uh, the audience. They had a stage only j- it moved about slowly and just like off access and so they were looking out to the sea instead of the statue okay All right, I that no actually watched on youtube not too long
1: ago <laughs> so it's stuff like that I, I can see affecting it but has it made it more difficult to keep your illusions secret with the internet now yeah
4: no, not really. I mean, to tell you the truth, like I, I do one where I take a, an iPhone and I, I put it under a scarf and I, um, I bash it with a, with a hammer and then I make it appear somewhere else. And that's basically uh, three different techniques that I put together into my own trick. And that's kind of what you do now is you have to be cleverer than the people that are looking on YouTube. So um, like a really good trick is either now is either something, like, there was a, 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 a woman who performed in my show, and I don't want to tell you her name, uh, but she's incredible. She lives in, in London, and she was here a few months ago, and she did a trick, and I, I couldn't figure it out, and I showed it to a bunch of, I showed the tape of it to a bunch of my friends, and, you know, we all had ideas, and we're like, well, it can't really be the index because she's not doing this, it can't really be the palm because she's not doing this. And then I finally showed it to a friend of mine that is really, really knowledgeable. And he looked at it, and then he, he looked at it a few times, and he called me back, and he said, okay, I got it. Um, but I don't know if I should tell you. <laughs> and I said, well, if you ever want to perform at Magic Monday again, yes, you have to tell me. Yeah. So, <laughs>
1: so, so he's like, tell me or I'll kill you now. Yeah, like, <laughs> so I bribed you. Yeah,
4: so I blackmailed him. And so he told me, and it's a technique that was in a book uh, in the 1930s. So this, this woman magician had this old book and found something that nobody else is doing anymore. And so I don't think anybody on YouTube knows that. Um, and so, like, I have a friend that does a, a thing where he has a, a, a big receipt inside of a, a bag, a clear bag. And it, it jumps around. The receipt jumps, It's a receipt from CVS. His name's Derek oh, Fox. He's amazing magician. Yeah, machines. yeah, those things are. And he jumps an up long. and down in the back. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what's so funny about it. Is that he said, "I went to buy a toothbrush, and this is my my receipt." And he puts it in this big clear bag, and it jumps all over the place to the beat of music. And that's actually a, for taken from another trick, and he had somebody build this especially for him. And so, and it's unbelievably great. And there's no way you can figure it out unless you knew how the original trick worked. And so if you were to look up a dancing receipt in a bag, you know, you're not going to find anything because it's Eric's trick. Um, so that's what a lot of like people that. do now, is they just sort of take an idea and then they, they morph it into their own. So you really can't go on YouTube and figure it out. But there are a lot of things you can uh, get on YouTube. And if you're a very serious um, kid who's looking, uh, like you said, to get into magic... A really good ways actually to go on YouTube and look up um, really, really good magicians or you know to watch uh, Penn and Teller's fool Us is pretty great because these guys come on from all over the world and they try to fool Penn and Teller, so the bar is super super high and I like if that teller yeah if teller doesn 't know how you do a trick, he pretty much uh, then nobody does because he 's probably the most knowledgeable. Magic aficionado in in in, in our generation yeah, in, in I, this I living right special, now. I saw
2: some um, TV special about all the magic books he's collected over the years.
0: Yeah,
4: again
3: yeah.
4: yeah, and it was only matched by uh, the great Tom Sony, his name was Johnny Thompson, who just passed away about two months ago. And he's brilliant. Uh, if you ever get a chance, you should YouTube the Great Tom Sony. As he, his act, it's so funny, and he he was the brains behind uh, Chris Angel's show, Mind Freak, and also he was the guy up um, in Penn and Teller's studio who they you don't see this on the show, but they would they would be talking to him um, while while Allison, who's the host, is talking to the magician and Penn and Teller are figuring out if they fooled them, and if they if they if they're not sure they call, we would call it to Johnny Thompson, who's in the booth, and he would go through it with them. So, like, between Teller and Johnny Thompson, they probably knew every trick ever. So, huh. um, uh, so now so Teller is kind so, of like... So the they got a ringer? You want. They
2: got a ringer in the booth? It's not just Penn and Teller? You got a fool Tommy, too?
4: You, well, Tommy is kind of up there for Penn and Teller to say, I think this is how we did it. What do you think? I and mean, then he would oh, say, okay. no, you're wrong. And then they would say, okay, you pulled us. So they were kind of good at that. Yeah. I, like no, that. I would say a ring. Now, I wanna, so I'm going to help. jump
1: in real quick before we continue on this because I know we'll mm-hmm. chat for a bit. This is really interesting. Where can everyone find you on social media? Because I don't want to miss that part.
4: Well, first of all, magicmondayla.com Ma- Magic is our website. magicmondayla.com. And uh, you can see, like for instance, by the way, Next week, we have the new Bad Boys of Magic. They were featured in the L.A. Times, I think either last Saturday or the Saturday before that, a giant two-page full uh, article about them because they're sort of like... The the Penn & Teller used to call themselves the Bad Boys of Magic, so these are the new Bad Boys of Magic, and they're really funny and really good. And then uh, on the... So they're playing this coming Monday along with three other great acts, and then the 23rd, for instance, is Max Maven who's one of the most uh, um, famous mentalists in the world. In fact, last time he played, um, Darren Brown, who's sort of Max's uh, uh, version in in England, told uh, Emma Watson and uh, Matthew Lewis from Harry Potter to come. So they came. And in fact, I had to sneak uh, Emma Watson in um, (laughs) through the back (laughs) in her baseball cap and sunglasses at the last minute. So, like, so you can go on our website, magicmondayla.com, and look up Apps Calendar, and you see who's performing for our last final five Magic Mondays. And then uh, for the Christmas, November, December, you'll go to magicmaniala.com, one word, magicmaniala.com. to will see who's performing for the holidays. And then like also, that. my social media is Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. It's all Magic Monday LA.
1: That was going to be my question. Where do they find you on Twitter, and Instagram, because that's where everyone goes.
4: Yeah, yeah. Magic Monday LA. Now, and they also, can buy uh, tickets Facebook, on,
1: uh, at Magic Mondays LA, right?
4: Yeah, Magic Monday, uh, uh, singular, no, no S.
1: Okay, go to Magic Monday, don't listen to me. Go to MagicMondayLA.com. Magic Monday, um, guys, I'll LA. put a link up under the show, and I'll put one up um, on, on all of our social media as well. You've got to check these guys out. Now we have about
4: a real form use the code magic to get the discount the discount price Perfect.
1: use use the code magic yeah. and you get a discount price we have about 3 minutes yeah. left i'm going to say paul where can everyone find okay. you well
2: uh they, you find me on facebook i still haven't figured it out twitter i still haven't <laughs> signed up for instagram uh old video old oh, uh, copies of the podcast or of my podcast are on uh, citrus soundcloud and uh itunes but mm-hmm. Just find me on Facebook. That's really
1: the only place I know. Go, go, go talk to Paul on Facebook. And you'll know where to find me because you've been catching me on Twitter. I'm Summer Helene. And we've got about two minutes left. Is there anything you want to say to everyone? Albie? Oh, uh, me? Yeah, you. You're the one we're here me? to talk to. Uh, yeah, I uh, like
4: yeah, it? yeah. yeah. I do. I want to say one more thing about my show. Um, as opposed to the Magic Castle and Black Rabbit Rose and a couple of the other nightclub-y things, our show is the only place you can see the same magicians, but you can bring your family. We're open to the whole family, as opposed to we're not twenty-one and over. Although we do uh, have beer and wine, but but um, that's what's so great about our show. You get to see all the same magicians, and you get to see four once instead of just one or two, uh, four or five actually, if you come for the pre-show, and it's open to the whole family. So uh, that's, that's really all cool. I want to say, and I want to thank you so much for having us having me on the show.
1: Well, thank you very, very much for coming on. I'd love to have you on again. I'm cornering you in public, so you'll say yes.
4: Oh, anytime. Yeah, anytime. Just, you got, my, uh, you got uh, myself calling me.
1: I definitely will. I'm just yeah. going to say that's legally binding. You said it on air. I'm just saying. So we definitely want to have you on again because okay. I have a whole bunch of people on Twitter who are really pissed off. I didn't ask their questions and we ran out of time. Okay. So we'll have him on again, I promise, yeah. guys, and we'll ask some of the questions. Albie, thank you so much for joining us.
4: Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a, have a wonderful weekend.
1: You too. And, guys, I'm Summer Helene. We're well, on with my co-host, Paul Michael Boland, host of the Middleton Moderate. And we are saying thank you very, very much for joining us. And go check out MagicMondayLA.com. Go check, go check out Mon- Magic Monday LA. Uh, magicians are awesome, and it's great to lose yourself sometimes. And it's an art form that we're not paying a whole bunch of attention to, But it's one I think we want to – you should put your time into it. It's really cool. Go support the arts. Go watch magic. Go enjoy. Thank you for joining us, guys. We'll see you next week. Good night.
0: Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.